Welcome to the How Soccer Explains Leadership Podcast, where we explore leadership principles through the lens of the beautiful game. Welcome back to How Soccer Explains Leadership. Thanks again for being a part of the conversation that we get to have on this show. I'm Phil Dark, your host, and my co-host Paul Jobson and I absolutely love bringing all this great content to you. These great interviews that we get to have with people from the world of soccer, people who have learned lessons from soccer and sometimes other sports, and how they're using those lessons in their lives, in their leadership, in their families, in every relationship that they have. So we're getting ready to release the first episode of our next season next week. But this week, we are continuing our series that we've been doing this summer. It's really just a break from the normal to give Paul and I some time with our families and to do some of the stuff that we do in our respective ministries. So this week, we have our last lost episode of the Coaching Character Podcast. This podcast was a podcast that I did with a friend of mine, but we never released most of the episodes. And so we thought, what better place to release those episodes but on this show? Because it's a very similar mission on that podcast. We, we really are wanting to help coaches understand how to incorporate character, integrity, all these really important life principles into our coaching. So I hope that you've been able to learn what we wanted you to learn this summer with these episodes, and I hope that this episode is no exception. Coach Roz and I, we are talking in this episode about one of my favorite sports movies of all time, Remember the Titans. It might be my favorite sports movie. And some of the lessons that we learned from that show and some of the things that we think you can take from that. We also talked a little bit about the interview we did with Phil Du Bois last week. We released that interview. And we talk about really how we can measure success in ways that really matter in our coaching. So with that, I hope that you really enjoy this episode. I hope that you learn from it. And, you know, I just really hope that you are learning from this show what we, what we really want you to be. And that's really how to use these lessons in your life, in every area of your life. One thing I want to also mention before we get to this lost episode of Coaching Character is I want to remind you, because I really haven't done this this summer, I want to remind you that we are continually looking for great guests. If you have one or if you think you are one and you have something to share with our audience, please reach out to me, phil at howsoccerexplainsleadership.com. You can give me any of those people, and, I, and really, if you could connect me with them, that would be the best. So we can get on a call with them, see if they're a fit, and we can then be able to have continuing great content for you. So with that, folks, here it is, the last lost episode of the Coaching Character Podcast. Welcome to Coaching Character. I am Coach Roz, the Aztec. I'm, I've added that to my okay, title good. now. That's good. I'm Coach Roz, the Aztec, okay. and that's particularly important because of our previous guest. Yes. And I've got my partner in crime, Phil Dark. Phil, good to see you, man. So I'd have to either be the Aggie or the Commodore in that regard, and neither really jumps out as like Aztec is definitely meaner than the Commodore or yeah. the Aggie. And having had lunch in the at the Vanderbilt Quad does not make you yes. a Commodore. Well, it's you the... know that's true. I did just go to law school there. I did go to the games, so and we did win the 
all school intramural championship at Vanderbilt. So. Katie, our producer, who's sitting yes. here. Katie, did you notice how he worked in that law school thing yes. again? Like that? that? Oh, that. Oh, that's constantly a playing card with him. Yes. Like he should be proud of that. Well, you know, I just I just throw it out there every so often because you know people think like you know I'm maybe not educated or something because I didn't play football. I don't then make a big deal they, out of my Aztec physical are. education degree. I just that's that's it, true. It, it, you know, it just goes without. So saying. you mentioned something. <laughs> that we haven't mentioned yet which is katie over here is our is our producer she likes to stay behind the camera but maybe one day we'll get her we'll get her in front of it we'll get her in front of a microphone as well i don't know we'll see we'll see about that if we're lucky enough we'll be able to do that one of these days but thank you katie none of this would be possible none of this would be happening you wouldn't be listening to this if it weren't for katie so and we pay katie an unbelievable yes, amount yes, of money don't we just amazing amazing <laughs> stuff yeah i think you got her starbucks today if <laughs> that's i'm right, not yeah. mistaken that was about that's about what we do so yeah so anyway she double fisted it i think is what i was seeing so that's that's hey uh, she was she was actually excited because she was listening to you and i you and me you and i me, you both and me, of us. You and me. Yeah, he was listening to both of us. Thank you for Davis for, or Vanderbilt would have taught that. <laughs> would have kind of would have handled yeah, it. But that's okay. But she was listening to our 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 pre uh, pre production yes. or pre meeting conversation. She's going, "This is good. We, yeah. you, what you guys are talking about." So what were we talking about? Well, that's, you know, <laughs> so the last episode we just did, as you said, yeah. Phil du, du Bois, Du Bois. Phil Du Bois. Okay. I don't know if it was the French Du Bois. Yeah, well, when, when, yeah. when, he, when we were, when we were courting yes. ladies, ladies, he was, was yeah, then it was Du Bois. Yeah, yeah. And you hung out with him. Yes. And you were Brasler. Yeah. So, but we were talking about during that interview, the phenomenal movie, Remember the Titans. Yeah. Right. And so... I just wanted to go a little bit deeper into Remember the Titans there. Because, you know, as I said in that interview, as we're going to talk about here, it's it's one of the top three for sure for me. Maybe the top one sports movie of all time. And again, not because of the sport of it, but because of... Could have been any sport. Yeah, it could have been any sport, right? I mean, it's like Miracle is one of those other top ones right. for me. And that's they're both true stories, which is part of why they're my favorites is because of that. Yeah. And so, but the the things that in that movie that really stood out to me, in the particular in the context of what Phil was talking about during his interview, was the idea of really coaching well beyond the game, well beyond the wins. You know, taking them for two weeks to a to a camp and saying, look, the biggest issue on this team is not talent. There was a lot of talent on that team. The biggest issue on this team is we're not a team. We don't have, and that goes to life, that if the biggest issue in our world is that we're divided, right? So he, what did he do? He said, if you're a black player, you find a white player and you learn all about them. Yep. And we're not going to leave here until you know every player of it, your opposite race. Absolutely. And, and just to set the table, because we assume this is a sports show, everybody's seen Remember the Titans. If but you haven't, you need to. Just yeah, stop you need, this yeah, stop, right yeah, now. Yeah. Go watch Remember the Titans. Yeah, but we're obviously, we're talking about a football team coming together where race, all of the things today that are on today's table were dealt with in that 1970s movie. Well, the uh, movie was not 1970s. Well, no, but, yeah. no, it but, but, but it was based in 1970s right. when busing was yep. critical. Yep. Two conflicting coaches that were forced to work yep. together. Of kids opposite race. Of opposite race. Kids of opposite race forced to work together, and it's all put in this cauldron of 
football camp. Yeah, maybe say different race. Sorry for opposite race. That's yeah, not the we proper weren't. term. Different race would be <laughs> the, right. the proper term. Yeah. But it was Herman or, or Boone, Coach Boone. Coach Boone, Boone and Coach Yost. Yost. Boone was the black coach. Yost was the white coach. And yeah, they were forced, not only forced to come together, but Yost was a guy who was up for Hall of Fame right. in Virginia for the Virginia High School Football Hall of Fame. And Boone comes in out of the blue and the district said, Boone, you are the head coach. Right. And so, they're like, what the heck? So yeah. point being, you know, the one of the things, though, though, as we talked about, so you have that camp that they went to. And I don't want to, we're not, you know, spoiler alert here. If you haven't watched the movie, go watch the movie because we're going to talk about a lot of things here that yep. you're not going to want to know if you haven't seen it. But I'm just going to do that general spoiler alert. So don't blame me if you if this spoils it for you. But the one thing was there that quarterback there, that starting quarterback for the 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 black team, so to speak, was mm-hmm. Petey, right? And and there was no quarter other quarterback that they had until a little bit later in the in the show. Right. But so a little bit later this white kid comes in, military guy comes in, sunshine, and he's got the long, you know, he's from California, so they called him Sunshine. He comes in and he takes over the starting starting role with Petey because Petey got hurt. Anyway, the, he ends up paying, playing defense. And there's something happens where Petey, you know, was sad and and whatever. Actually, it was Sunshine coming in. He got hurt. Petey comes in, and the white coach comes up to him and says, hey, you come over here on defense, you know, and we're going to put you in at cornerback. So he puts him in at cornerback. After that game, Boone comes up to Yost and says, what were you doing? You coddling this player does not help him in life. So let me me freeze frame you. Yeah. African-American coach – is is confronting yes, a white, white coach, coach saying, "Why are you coddling my black this African American player?" That's right. That's important. Absolutely, that's it's, important. It's huge, right? Because he says, "What you're te- what you're not teaching him what he needs to know in life. He's never going to be coddled like that." No. He and and goes so far as to say, "You're crippling yes, him. You're, crippling, you're him. crippling him." That's right. So, I mean, just freeze frame. Right? I, I literally got goosebumps when, uh, with you redescribing this. That is a life lesson yes. bigger than the game. That's right. Right there. Yep. Life lesson bigger than the game. That's right. Continue. Well, and it's on both sides, too. Think about that. The life lesson was coach, coach to coach, mm-hmm. coach to player, and then also understanding, like, what is this going to do? And then also the, the beauty of it is these things make the team better, too. This isn't something that, like, it's just, oh, in life, someday down the road, you're going to be a better person for it. No, right now you're going to be a better person for it. Down the road, you're going to be a better for, person for it. And our team's going to be better for it. Yeah. Right? And and so, and then later in the movie, another instance came up where Petey had another issue. And because he was kind of, that was his M.O. Mm-hmm. When he had an issue, he pouted and he went off. And the, That oh, was his winning me. formula. Right. Yeah. His pity party yeah. for me. And both coaches at that instance didn't coddle him. Right. And... Those were, again, life lessons that he was learning. So, you know, going, so that was one that really stuck out to me. And I think that that goes, again, for every, obviously that was a race issue, but really for anything. And they, but it wasn't just that's how you handle every single player either. Nope. Right? It was Petey has this issue with him that that's his MO. We need to study him, know him, and help him in the way that he needs to be helped. So whether if it was the, the white kids, you might not treat them in the same way in 1969, 1970, 71, whatever it was, Virginia, 
right? You treat them differently in that regard. Maybe knock them down a little bit and say that's not the way to live is this entitlement mentality, which we probably have a lot more today. So, you know, those these are all things that it's studying the player, knowing what he or she needs, pour into that in that in the way that they need it to be. But that takes a lot of time, takes a lot of energy, and you have to, you know, be very, very, very intentional in everything that you're doing. And are you a coach, again, staying right in that scene and in that moment, are you willing to sacrifice and have possibly the best player on the bench for a period of time for a life lesson? Right. Tough, tough decision. Absolutely. And, that, and, and you know, that's where talking about what we were talking about in that in the episode with with Phil Du, du Bois. Mm-hmm. What is the success measure? Yep. Right. Is the success measure that we're going to win and we got to have this best guy, the best thing, or or is the success measure whether they are successful down the road, right? Because Petey, in that moment, if you're looking at just the team. The, the the coach, you know, Yost, the the white coach thought, I can use this guy as cornerback because my cornerback's getting burned every play because he doesn't have the speed. And I know Petey's faster right. than, I forget, it was Ryan Gosling character. I can't remember his name in the movie. Yeah. But, you know, and that goes to another issue we can talk about in a Katie minute. Just, Katie just perked up when you said Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, yes, <laughs> and as did my, my yeah. entire female yeah. contingent when we were watching it. My my 15-year-old daughter, who had zero desire to watch the movie, all of a sudden saw some of these guys and was like, well, maybe I'll watch this movie. Um, but I didn't mind that the ulterior motives sometimes work in your favor. So... But, you know, I think that that was something that they he said that could have helped my team win. So let's pull him here. And it was very short term focused. Mm-hmm. Right. If he has a long again, and that's what Boone came in. He goes, you go, basically what he said is you have to have this kid's long term in mind. We're not going to have a short term gain for a long term loss here. We're going to make sure that this kid is we're going to give him exactly what he needs for life. And that may mean we lose this game, right? right? And, and even for that Ryan Gosling character, sometimes it's, you're going to get burned, you know? I, I, as you were speaking here, a couple of things dawned on me. One is, you and I have done several of these podcasts, and I have never seen an excitement with you and an animation than with you. Than talking about football? Well, talk, exactly, than yeah. talking about my sport rather than your sport. <laughs> because for, you know. I yeah. also watch Kicking and Screaming, which is my <laughs> sport, and that's a fantastic yeah. movie anyway, different reasons. So, but but here was the second point. If you're a coach sitting and listening to us going, well, okay, I'm a, I'm a youth coach in uh, Folsom, California. I don't get the luxury of taking my team to a battleground in in Virginia for that lesson. But what struck me, as you were saying it is, but you do have the ability to play them a two-hour movie called Remember the Titans and then start into a discussion with those kids and coaches about what did you observe here? What's happening with with inclusiveness, what's happening with divisiveness, what's happening with coaches that don't... You, you, oh, yeah. I mean, that... When, Absolutely. Yeah, coaching point. Well, and you those, are, <laughs> those are the things that we want to talk about on this show, too, right? Like, 
not just those coaching points, not just watching this movie, not just learning what you can learn from the movie, but simply the act of a team going together and watching a movie together and talking about it is critical for them to bond and for them to grow closer as a group and they go well beyond, again, beyond sport. Right. Right. And that's kind of the point here is what can we do as coaches to go beyond sport for life, for long term, for these kids, to help them understand what this sport is teaching them about what they're eventually going to be doing. Right. You know, and, and those are things that we miss so often in, in our lives because we just are looking to win. Because our success measure is the wrong success measure. Right? As they say, what, what's that old saying, right? It's, it's, you know, make sure your ladder is on the right building. You don't want to climb the ladder and realize you're on the wrong building. And I think that happens to so many people in sports and in different things they're doing in life because, you know, heck, I I mentioned it and, you know, whatever. Obviously, I'm not making millions of dollars. I went to law school. I run a nonprofit now, you know, and I I realized, you know, I I never had it on the wrong building necessarily, but a lot of people in the law go, I want to make lots of money, so I'm going to go be a lawyer. And really... The success measure in life should be, you know, again, you know, from a from a biblical perspective, it's contentment, right? It's, it's you know, Philippians four thirteen, which we see at all kinds of football games. It says, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." Well, that's really out of context. That 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 chapter is talking about, I can be content in all circumstances, in abundance and in want, and that's what you can do through Christ, right? So, and you know, this isn't about that, but the point is there. What is that success measure? Is it the abundance, which is most people's success measure, or is it contentment? Because if you have abundance and you're not content, then that's a complete loss. In football, bringing it back to the game, if you're 10 and 0, 12 and 0, 15 and 0, but you're not content, you're not a healthy team, you guys hate each other at the end of the year, you don't enjoy the sport because your coaches are railing into you every second of the day, you don't understand the game, you don't understand any lessons, you're not a you're a you're a total jerk and everybody who hangs out with that team says they're a bunch of you know what's that we can't say on this show or else it'll be explicit. But that is failure. How how many people, Phil, have we interviewed and we ask we ask similar similar questions each time. How many people have we interviewed that have said that have played at a high level? Yeah. That have said, "Gosh, my most memorable football season or my most memorable season was we went one and eight. I think it was every game, yeah, every, I mean, every yeah. episode, almost every. And I mean, that's not by design. Yeah. All right. Now and and where we, and we did not prep any of them for no. that. Yeah. And, that's and, why and I laughed the last episode. And and here's where here's where I, the the point I want to make is. We are we are athletes. We're old athletes, but we're still competitors. Yeah, we still compete. Yep. So this is not about everybody gets a ribbon. No, it, no, not at all. no. Don't to the get, contrary. Yeah, don't that that when we talk about and back to to you bringing in some really really appropriate scripture, you can have contentment in one and eight. If your if if your ladder's on the right building, yeah, that's right. Did I do, did I invent that? Did I invent ladder on the I right? I think that's yours. Yeah, you Is might want to coin that, and put that out there. <laughs> that yeah. was that was profound. Yeah, you could put that on one of those like cool memes. Yeah. So yes. so I mean, you 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 landed us on something really cool. You can be content. It, this is not about ten and zero. Not even close to about being ten and zero. It's about having your 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 vision set. 
in the right direction and knowing what you want to accomplish and taking your team and taking your kids and taking the parents where on that journey as well. Absolutely. That, and I, I mean, we're here in Folsom, California, where we Folsom High School has won, I think, three state championships in the last 10 years. And the thing about that, amazing. How cool is that? You win a state championship. Amazing. I remember those games. I remember I watched those games. Those teams were incredible. And some of those players are playing in the NFL now. And But it's not like they went to their NFL combine and they said, hey, you know what? I won state in high school. And they said, oh, well, now you can be on our, now we want to draft you. Yeah. Like you winning that doesn't get you anywhere in life. Just because you have that on your resume. Right. But you being a person of character, you being a person of integrity, you being a person who people want to hire, that will get you somewhere. Right? And even those, I, I, we had, I played down at Mission Viejo High School. I think we talked about that in the past. One of the quarterbacks there before I graduated, Troy Kopp, he went to University Pacific. He broke NCAA records. But he, you know, for whatever reason at the time, he never played in the NFL. Didn't translate. It, it yeah. for whatever reason and he had the size he had everything mm -hmm. but you know I think what it was is his head probably wasn't on straight at the time for whatever reason you know I don't know this I, I haven't talked to him about it but that's my guess because he's not alone in that right there's a lot of those guys who make it and then they just have their, have their head on straight or they get into drugs or they get into something else or they don't have the character and coaches don't want to take a chance on him how many times have we seen that where an amazing player is getting arrested or has a domestic abuse or has something else because they were never taught those life lessons. They were coddled. They were entitled. All these things that we talked about in Remember the Titans, right? So those are all things that I look at and go, these are all lessons we can learn from and we can teach others about life and about how we can, you know, and, and I do want to emphasize again because the last thing I want you to hear out there, folks, is that we're saying that you need to get everyone needs to get a participation trophy. And, you know, if yep. you don't win, you still win. And no, there is winning and losing. Yep. But the point and you will learn a lot in winning and in losing. And we heck, if I go out there and I'm coaching my team, I want to win. I will tell you, you know, I, like we always do team goals at the beginning of the season and it always irritates me to nothing else when they they just say oh we just want to have fun i'm like no we want to win and we will play to win but that's not the success metric if and that makes sense and it can be a both and and it needs sure. to be a both and because and i also get mad at them if they just say oh we we just want to make cif we just want to make the playoffs I'm like what kind of goal is that that's like saying i want to be mediocre <laughs> No, we're going to strive for, we want to win CIF. We want to win the region. We want to win state, you know. And so, and, and that's, that's the goal that will push you to that. But here's the, again, I think we've said this dirty little secret before, and I'll say it again. The dirty little secret that I have for my teams is the way you will get there is by having character. The way we get there is by loving each other. The way you will get there is by lead, being leaders and servant leadership on this team. Those are the things that you will get you there. And if you get there either by other means and other roads, that's like making it to the millionaire club by being unethical, <laughs> right? Like sure. there are ways to get there, but you can cheat, you can steal. I remember there was a team in our league, I'm not gonna name any names when I was a kid, when I was in high school, and they won CIF championships. They won playoffs, playoff championships, but they were cut blocking all the time and they were spying on practices and they were doing these other things that they got there. Okay, but what, what are you teaching? What are you learning from that?
Like at the end of the day, you win, and you know in your heart of hearts it's an asterisk on that. And you know in our heart of hearts that's not going to get you to that next level. So yeah. what do you think of that? I, it, it, you're exactly right. And as you're talking about we would like to win, because let's face it, it is more fun in general to win than it is lose. Yes. So let's be clear. Not but, general. Yeah, every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've never yeah, had a ton yeah, of fun yeah. losing. Right. Unless even with my kids, but, I want to win. But but back to your CIF, you, you got kids that want to set the goals of CIF. That's great. Then we're going to have to have more character, more love yes. than yes. than if yes. we if our goals are five hundred. That's right. So so you want to set those high goals. That's wonderful. Because the formula to get there increases also. That's right. And the formula includes sacrifice, community service, right. serving others, empathy, those things, it not being about me. That's right. They've just raised the price of poker. So I, I totally agree with, with what you're saying. As I'm, I'm, I'm moving back to the movie theme a minute, and I'm, and I'm combining things. Yes. Phil's, Phil's interview. Yes. Where Phil was saying, learning how to learn. He's doing work and research mm-hmm. and papers on learning how to learn. Now go back to remember the Titans for a minute. Remember the big guy who said, yep. "I'm not going to college, Coach. I'm a self-aware guy." And Coach says, "Do you, do you remember this?" Coach says, brings him up and whispers in his ear. Bring me your grades every week. Yep. Bring me your grades every week. That came from the coach, yep. from a kid that did not think he was college bound. That's right. And then later in the movie, the kid says, Coach, here's my grade point average. I'm going to college. Yep. That's learning. That's coach's influence. That's right. Yeah, I mean, and what he also said, if you remember, when he said, bring me your grades, do you remember what he also whispered into his ear? I'll tell you right now. He said, if you don't go to college, it won't be because you're not able. Right. Yep. It won't be because of your grades. It won't be because you're not smart enough. Yep. Yep. And that, again, is understanding that player to know what he needs to hear in that moment to be able to get him to where he's going to go. Because if all he said was, just work harder in class. Right. That's not going to cut it. What, he, what did he say, though? He said, I'm with you in this. Bring me your grades. Yep. I will help you. I will help you get up to what you need to be able to do. And that that's was implicit in bring me your grades was I'm in this with you. And, I, and, and now we're carrying this out, and I'm speculating. But take that same kid who dad may or may not be in the picture mm-hmm. at that point in his life. My speculation is even if dad were there, the 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 voice of the coach on that subject at that given time was probably a much louder voice and a much more impactful yes. voice than the voice of a parent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I do want to go back and say one more thing about the the goals that I'm setting for my teams. Yep. When I say that I get upset when they when they don't have that CIF playoff championship as their goal it's because I know what they're capable of right because I want to make that distinction because if you're talking and and it's also varsity high school sports sure right that is a choice that they're out there to come and I know what they're capable of because I've seen them play I know what they're able to do 
But take Phil, you know, Dubois, where he says, just give me the worst players or just give me the players nobody else wants. That's a different... The Phil Darks. That's a different... Exactly. <laughs> that's a different goal. Right. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. those kids, if they said, hey, we want to win three games, that's a stretch for them. Right? I'm just saying, when I say those goals, when I say winning is important, it's obviously in the context of knowing what you're capable of and your goals should be higher than what you think would be an easy thing, right? Because what they say, the best things happen on just the other side of comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're, I mean, not just the other side, way outside the comfort, but on that side of the fence that is really uncomfortable. I think it's just the other side of uncomfortable because those are the things that are going to push you to be better. Right, what you know, we I think we talked about this on the show before too. That Vince Lombardi, where he says, you know, if you shoot for perfection, you just might hit excellence, <laughs> right? Yep. Like, but if you're shooting for mediocrity, you're going to hit it almost every time, yep. and you're never going to push yourself. So that's what I'm getting at with those things, and that's what we saw in Remember the Titans too. Is is Coach Boone was like, we're going to push you to where you never ever thought you could go, and that is in in, in life too. Yep. And what did you see when they came back from that camp? You know, they were like now back to reality. And the one dude's girlfriend, you know, wouldn't even talk to the the black guy yep. because that was she's like, I can't even. Why would you even? What what's going on? Are you now you know one of them or? And and it was like, okay, now we're going back into this, but we're preparing you for what should be, right? We're preparing you, and you have that input, like you said, for that kid. And I, I'm forgetting his name, but yeah, the big dude. You know, whether he was fatherless or not, you you know there are those fatherless kids who are struggling, and their coach is their dad in their life, or with unhealthy fathers. Who yeah, the other coach Gosling character, his dad up in the stands, right. mad when he gets pulled. You know, he's that helicopter parent that you see oftentimes too, and in a lot of times in those, in especially in high school, those are the kids that are rebelling because their parents have been helicoptering over them all their life. And so when they get a coach who comes into their life to speak truths into their life, it very well may be the same thing their parents are saying to them that they're not listening to. Well, and, and to, to pile on to your point here, you and I are both dads and we're both dads of athletes. Yep. And I would like to think that that on most days we, we are a functioning family. I know and think goodness that my daughter uh, does not have a microphone right now there are times there were times in her growing up i'm she's deaf ears to me she does not hear what dad is saying That's right. but if coach ab says this whatever it is well now it's gospel and That's right. but but you know as a dad we're the dumbest people that god has put on face well of the earth. i mean in all fairness i Tone tune you out sometimes too, so I mean, let's be honest. Was his name really Coach Ab? Did he have like a six pack? Coach, no, it was Coach Ab. Yeah, it was Coach Ab. He's a he is a. How a were his abs? His abs his, had to be solid. I, did, I didn't Ab. look at his abs. Oh, you gotta, oh my gosh! gosh so, I didn't. You I, know, and you gotta check out the. You gotta find out. Gosh, that's really weird. That's what you get out of this of show? Of course, that's it. That's all I got out of that entire thing you just My said. My gosh. I'm sure you know, there was more to it, but when you said Coach Ab, I just, that's all I went to. That's it. Gosh. That was it. Well, as we move towards conclusion, <laughs> which we certainly need to yes. do. On that note. Uh, on that sure. note, it, you know, it, what what is just resonating with me is, are we going to make a dent in coaches deciding what kind of coach they want to be? Mm. And that... 
are we making a dent? We we invest hours in sitting here playing and, and interviewing. Are we going over going to over time make a dent? When we interviewed Phil and Du Bois and and said, you know, well, what's the answer to this? And and you know, for a period of time, we're sitting looking at each other, scratching our heads. Yeah. If we don't make a dent in this, youth youth sports are on the decline. Oh, I mean, yeah. so and and or our society is in decline. Uh, yeah, too. right, right, and 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 so on this coach point i think a much more important question than this is the kind of coach i am is what kind of coach do i want to be and for a fact we're in this covid environment right now where you know as well as i do more coaches at our level are sitting at home right now doing nothing Mm -hmm. with an opportunity to get knowledge to get information to just open the friggin door to reinventing yourselves to 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 being transparent enough to say hey coach what are my blind spots Mm -hmm. what are what, what are my you know what areas who as a coach who am i asking where can i do a better job where can where what improvements could you could could i be making if we can start something where, where coaches in a safe place can ask those questions and get some information and experiment with that, then I do have faith that we can make a dent. Yeah. I do believe that kids that are quitting, and, and we all know there's kids that should not be playing. But what about the ones that it's still good and useful for them and they quit for the wrong reason? They quit because of the negative impact, the scar that we have made. So I, I know I'm on well, my high you horse know, here. I, but I, I think that it, it, I think we need to change it to say kids, not that kids should not be playing. I think every kid should be should be playing right. something, being active getting out and doing stuff but we we make the sports too serious too fast yep. in our in our culture it's some kids should absolutely never ever be playing competitive soccer yep. they're just not they don't have the talent to do that at that point right. but because again their parents oh you're so good or they're paying to play or they want to say my kids playing competitive soccer whatever the reason right they should know okay you know what i'm a rec player and that's okay yeah that's perfectly fine, and it stays fun, and it's just fun, and I, I love nothing more. I, I ref them sometimes. I don't necessarily love refing them because sometimes it's painful for me as a you know, high-level soccer player to watch, but these kids are having fun out there. They're at the right level at the rec level, and that's more than fine, okay? But to have them then dump them into a competitive top-level thing and expect them to have fun with that of course they're not going to have fun with that. That'd be a complete nightmare. And and so I, I look at that and go, and as a coach, you need to know which is it, first of all. And secondly, how can I, in whichever one it is, make sure that I'm preparing them for life after this sport because whether they're the best player on their team or they're the in the best, highest level or they're the worst player on their team at the worst, lowest level of, of play, they're going to be members of our society they're going to be future hopefully moms and dads and husbands and wives and how can we use this opportunity to teach them those things yeah you know the 
the dichotomy of what you just said. I just slid that word in. I don't know what it means, but I wanted to That's use good. it. That's good. Did, it, did, I, did I throw it? I don't it? know. Just keep going, just and keep I'll tell on. you whether you used it right. Okay, so here's the dichotomy. It is when you make an actual significant point, and that really was. That was a significant point, but you also slid in that you were a high-level soccer player. That, that, did I, don't, I say that? Oh, I don't yeah, think I said that in there. Katie? I don't think I said that in yep, there. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I was high I'm going to listen to that back. <laughs> I don't remember saying that. Gosh but darn anyway, it. So, so, just, so if, you, d- if you did say that, then it was, for, in fact, a dichotomy. Good point. Not necessarily. <laughs> no. I don't know what hey, that would be. Hey, it's you know, not necessarily a dichotomy. Point being, I think that what you said about decide what kind of coach you want to be, that goes, bring it full circle on that. What is your success measure? Yep. Right? Is your success measure that I had 20 people go to D1 sports in the last three years? Right. Or is your success measure my kids that graduate from my program are going to be men or women of character? What is your scorecard? And honestly, that's what it comes down to. I love nothing more than hearing back from my you know, the players who, who played for me and that hear how they're, you know, doing really cool things in their lives. And yep. usually it has nothing to do with soccer. Well, but to see that they are texting me and saying, hey, Coach Phil, just said this, or that, you know, we're talking about things that matter in life. One of the girls that plays for me, we just had an amazing conversation the other day about real things that matter in life. And those are the things that bring great joy to me and yeah, we did had great success on the field last year, but these other things are what's going to bring great joy to me, and that's my success measure. And so what is your success measure? And what your success measure is will determine how you're coaching and how much you're incorporating character into your practice and how much you're doing these different things. So I'm going to say for this podcast, my success measure is not how many downloads do we get. My success measure is be, going to be how many coaches are actually using this material and changing or or reinforcing what they're doing in their practices to be able to encourage them and go, you know, if if they're either changing the ways to incorporate this stuff or, as important, saying, you know what, even if everyone around me is not doing it, these guys are reminding me that, yes, what I'm doing is important and what I'm doing is right, and it's to spur them on to keep keep doing what they're doing. And I will say, whatever side of that you're on, you know, I do hope that you do take what you're learning here and you will incorporate it into your next practice, into the games, into those kids' lives so that they will have, you know, the long-term impact will be there and it won't be done at the end of this season. Well, my closing comments for the for the day are this, and it it's when you were talking, here's what was I was replaying in my mind. Now, we're a little bit older and we have a little bit longer coaching tenure. But as you were talking, here's here's what was going on with me. As a coach, how many weddings have I been to mm. of my players? Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm so privileged when I'm there and I look around and I go, gosh, it seems odd I I may be the only coach here. Mm. Okay, so that that's yeah. one. That's one. How many family reunions have I been invited to? Not my family reunion. Right, right. One of my one of my kids. Yeah. Where where 
they asked me or it was totally appropriate and obvious I should speak. Hmm. I should have something to say. How many, here's the other side, how many funerals have I been to? Hmm. How many weddings have I been to? How many baby announcements? Right. How many times does the phone ring on Father's Day and it's not one of my two daughters? That's my friggin' scorecard, Mm. Phil. That's my scorecard. And that is so... When I think about the possibility of a reunion of coaches that go, oh my gosh, yep, I've been to funerals. You got no idea how many pizzas. You got no idea I've bought. You've got no idea how many times I've spoken. I, just those are the things that you and I and a handful of coaches know. That's the juice of coaching and mentoring. That's right. That's the juice. Absolutely. So with that, and I'm going to. That's a be, great place to finish. Well, no, here's going to be. Here's going to be my no, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. We no. might actually see real tears if no, we no, keep no. going. Yeah. But what I will do is. What I'm learning about this is I I really believe we've got important things to talk about, Mm -hmm. but I'm having a blast with you in doing it in a really fun way where we get to... We get to have a good time with each other. Certainly, have a good time with the people that we're yeah. that we're talking with, and this is I'm having a blast. I, I I I my prayer is that this is useful and that they're like you said, it's not yeah. about downloads. That's right. We're going to hear from some coach that went. I didn't have anything to do today, and I was listening to this, and you've got me thinking. Yep. Yep. Wow. Absolutely. Mission accomplished. Absolutely. So with that, folks, thank you for the download. Thank you for it. But again, if you're not taking this and, and using it, then this isn't just ear candy where you go, oh, ha ha, funny laugh, whatever. No, this is something that we really want you to take what you're learning and, and use it, you know, and, and to really challenge you to think, you know, think better about these things. You know, not that we have all the right answers by any stretch. Don't don't hear what I'm not saying there. But these are things that we've learned. These are things that we're learning. These are things that we've done wrong. These are things, some of the things that we've, you know, done it right. But what I do hope is that you do, you know, give us the feedback. If that's you on the other end of this right now, that this affected you, this impacted you, please, please, please connect with us. You can do that. You can send a, a uh, comment just do it at the theplaymakers.org you can go there and you can just you know contact us that way you can go on to a coaching character on the facebook group that that we have you can go there and just leave a comment there for us help us tell us share with us what you're learning share with us how this has impacted you because again that's that's how we know we have success here that's how we know that this is actually working and again, with the Facebook group, make sure that you're also sharing there any guests that you have that you think would, would be great on this show as well. Hey, let's thank our producer, yes. Katie. You rocked it again. Your, your comments, your notes, your direction to us keeps us to whatever degree we're on point. On point. She's going to come pretty soon and just tackle one of well, those. Well, I was surprised she didn't come <laughs> yeah. to the mic when you yeah. said maybe she, I wish she had a microphone because I think that that was something that I was, I was going to, you know. Just do that for a second, you know, and yeah. put, the, put the mic over to her. But, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And, and so, folks, again, take everything you're learning here. Use it to help you to coach character in the, in the players that you have the privilege to be with at each and every practice and game and, and beyond, hopefully. Well, after listening to all of that again, I am once again 
grateful that we were able to share this content with you. We were able to share these lost episodes, these episodes that we never were able to get out to you or anybody else. And so I, I know that we are all continually learning if we are true leaders, because leaders are learners. And I hope that you did learn from these episodes this summer. I hope that you continue to listen to this podcast as we put together another season to be able to hopefully share with you people who you may not know. Some of these people you will know. But these are people who have great stories. They have stories. They have lessons. They have things that they've done that they've learned from that they get to share with us what they have learned from. We're going to kick that off next week with a conversation that Paul and I are having just about our summer, about the different things that we've done over the summer, about the upcoming season and the different people that we're going to have on in this upcoming season. So I hope that you definitely tune in this next season. I hope that you download these episodes. I hope that you learn from them. And I do hope also that if you're learning from that, that you share with others what you're learning, you share with others the podcast so that they can learn from it as well. If you're learning from it, I have no doubt that they will learn from it as well. Also, if you want to get involved with what Paul and Marcy Jobson are doing with Warrior Way, you can do so, warriorwaysoccer.com. You can also check out coachingthebiggergame.com to see what I'm doing with Christian DeVries to help coaches really be able to understand the people side of the game better, to be able to lead themselves, to lead their individual team members, and to lead their team to be a healthy culture. So with that, folks, we are going to sign off for this summer series. And Paul and I, I know why we do this is we hope that you're taking everything that you're learning from this show and you're using it to help you be a better leader, to be a better spouse, to be a better parent, to be a better coach, to be better in every relationship that you have. And to continually remind yourself that soccer does explain life and leadership. Thanks a lot. Have a great week.